Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Oh, the Mets stink. They lost three out of four. Who cares? I'm off the overnights after tonight, baby. No, I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, I'm excited. The Mets are pathetic. I mean, I don't know how many more ways we could say it. And we'll get to the Yankees as well as the Yankees win a series. I told you. I mean, my goodness. Sal Stradamus. Sal Stradamus with the Yankees. Sometimes I'm just so darn proud of myself. Tonight is one of those nights. Ooh, you're going to get a special version of me tonight. I'm fired up. Five hours of the overnight, the final one for me. After two and a half years of full-time overnights, plus doing overnights regularly since 2018, at least one or two a week. I'm moving on, so I'm excited about it. But I did tell you that the Yankees were going to be just fine. We know that. The A's stink. I understand that as well, but... And they lose the game to the A's. Everybody wants to freak out, and then they go out there and win the series anyway. And you watch, they're going to win. You know, a bad weekend for the Yankees against the Cardinals will be winning two out of three. A bad series for the Yanks is winning two out of three. Oh, maybe they'll get going. Maybe they'll actually sweep the series next week. Bad for the Mets is next level. And that's where we're going to begin the show tonight at 877-337-6666. I want to hear from you guys. They're pathetic. This is one of the worst seasons. Actually, no, let me rephrase that. This is the worst season in the history of the Mets' pathetic franchise. The worst. I've said it time and time again. The expectations versus results. That's what makes things good or bad. right? Like the Yankees in 2017, the expectations weren't there at all. And they go out there and get to Game 7 of the ALCS. Great season especially when you think about the expectations. This year, the expectations for the Mets were to, at the very least, be a playoff team that shouldn't be that difficult with the highest payroll in the sport by far. With the expanded postseason, not only are the Mets not going to be in the postseason, their season is done before July 1st. How is that even possible? How is that possible? Even the most negative of Mets fans would have drawn up a season 
and said, look, all right, they're not going to be any good this year. They'll be, you know, they'll win, they'll win 81 games. They'll be a 500 team. That would have been bad. This is unfreaking believable how pathetic they are. The same players that won 101 games last year are on pace to lose 90 games this year. For a franchise that has made the postseason in consecutive years twice, 99, 2000, 15, and 16. That's it. This was supposed to be the beginning of a sustained, successful run with a new owner. And this is not on the owner. He's done everything he possibly could to put this team in position to win. It's on the lousy players that can't figure out a way to win a lousy baseball game. You know they're blowing that game. Scherzer, oh yeah, up 2-0. What can, and I said it in the SNY newsroom in the third inning. How are they going to blow this one tonight? Sure enough, Scherzer gives up a two-run game-tying homer. Then they hand it over to the bullpen. What'd you think was going to happen? And then Sterling Marte can't buy a hit. He's another one. We get on Lindor. Lindor's not the problem. If Francisco Lindor's your biggest problem with the way he's performing this year, that's a good thing. He's not their biggest problem by a long shot. Starling Marte's a big problem. A guy who was an all-star for him a year ago who's had zero impact on the team this year. Time to go. Bye-bye. See you, Starling. Appreciate last year. Hopefully they can find a taker. Pay down some of that salary. Dump Starling Marte. Jeff McNeil has been awful. He's been awful. He does. If Jeff McNeil's not in 320, he provides nothing. And then Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander, and Scherzer broke my heart. You broke my heart, Scherzer. I loved him. I mean, I hated him when he was at the Nationals crushing the Mets. But I love the acquisition of Max Scherzer. They needed him. That attitude, that competitiveness, that fire, the gumption. I love Max Scherzer. He was disappointing last year when it mattered the most in Atlanta, and then again against the Padres in a wild card. And then this year, he's been up and down and mostly down. And then you hear some of the reports yesterday. Well, yeah, Scherzer and Verlander would be open to going to play for a winner. They want to win. Max Scherzer wants to win. He'd be open to go play for a winner. Oh, oh, really? So this is the Mets' fault? No, guess what? You're, Max, you are the reason the team is a losing team. You and you too, Justin. Both of you guys. You want to go play for a winner? You're supposed to be the reason this team is winning. And you're not. Both of you. Scherzer dating back to last year and Verlander this year. So that's rich. Oh, we want to go play for a winner. Yeah. The Mets signed you to make them a winner. And I don't care what you did before. Here, you've been losers. And again, I like both those guys and was on board with both the signings. But let's not make this like this is a Mets organizational problem. That is not the case anymore. Steve Cohen knows what he's doing. And one way or another, sooner or later, he's going to figure it out. He's learning as he goes here. And he was left with really minimal choices to how to fix this mess. So he had to throw a lot of money at guys who were proven before, like Scherzer and Verlander. Would it kill them to do their job for a year or two? You get a 4-1 lead, you can't hold on to it against the Braves? Season was over at that point. 
And again, Scherzer going back to last year. So I don't want to hear about, oh, he wants to play for a winner. You're part of the problem. The biggest part of the problem. Why this team is not a winner. So good luck going elsewhere if somebody else wants to take you on. See ya. I was torn on this team because they have too much talent and because we saw them have success a year ago. I still believed that there was going to be a run in them. How could it be that you're going to be that far back of all these subpar teams in the National League? How can you not make at least a little run? I've seen the worst of Mets teams make it interesting until August or through August even. I've seen it. Bad teams, lousy teams, no chance. They make it interesting through August. This team's going to be done before July. So I wanted to hold out hope and believe. They have made it impossible. They win a game. They look good with David Peterson, with all the home runs a couple of nights ago. The owner comes out and speaks on Wednesday, and they have lost two games in a row and lose three out of four yet again. They go the entire month of June without winning a series. They didn't win a series in the entire month. How's that possible? Even the crappiest teams won a series. They couldn't even split this series. Couldn't even split a four-game series, which would have been bad enough. They've got a win series. Not split. It would have been bad enough. They can't even do that. So I don't need four or five weeks to get to the deadline. I know that they're dead. Time to sell. And here's the most important part of this whole thing. It's not time to sell just because they're not having a good season. It's time to sell because they need to break up the rotten core of this team. Now, when you look at it, Brandon Nimmo's not going anywhere, and nor should he. Francisco Lindor's not going anywhere, nor should he. I don't believe they're going to move on from Pete Alonso. Alvarez, Beatty, these guys are going to be here. But you look at Starling Marte, I would even throw in Jeff McNeil. You you look at, obviously, Scherzer and Verlander. That's a big part of it. I don't care who pitches the rest of the season. Figure it out and move on from those two, or at least one of the two. Whichever one's got the most trade value, see ya. You don't need both of them. They got to break up the construction of the core of this team. Because what if they don't and run it back again next year? What do you think? The result's going to be different? No way. You can't say, well, last year was great. This year was the aberration. And we'll see if they can get back to form next year. Absolutely not. They should have. We've learned our lesson here with this organization dating back to the 2007 collapse. They made a mistake not breaking up that core at the time. It's time to change the entire look of this team as best you can. Like I said, there are certain investments. I mean, Nimmo, Lindor, those guys aren't going anywhere. And I can't imagine they would move on from Alonzo. Although, I got to be honest with you. If they said they were going to for whatever reason, I would not be opposed to it. I love Pete. I think he's going to be, when all said and done, the greatest position player in Mets history. But you know what? Maybe they could do better. Maybe they could build differently and do a little bit better with a more complete, well-rounded play. I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to knock Alonzo. I'm just saying when it goes this bad, 
when it's this bad, after what we saw last year, when it turns this bad that soon, significant changes need to be made. And it doesn't mean firing Billy Epler or Buck Showalter, which we know is not going to happen this year. It means the players. Those are the guys who aren't getting the job done. That is where the ire should be. Years past, you want to get on ownership for not bringing in good enough players? Understood. You want to get on ownership for not spending enough? They go quantity over quality? You want to talk about the infrastructure, the entire organization, the minor league system, whatever. That's fine. It's different now. You cannot blame the owner for what is happening here. He did his part. He's done all he could do. As he said the other day, he can't go out there and hit and pitch. And by the way, neither could the guys he's paying to do that. But that's not his job. His job's to invest in the team, and he's done that better than anybody. The Mets may have one of the worst teams in the league, but they have the best owner because he's invested the most in his product. He's not a baseball guy. He's the first to tell you that. It's not his fault. You can blame the players, and you can blame the guy that brought in the players and maybe picked some of the wrong guys, whether it's leaving Nate Valdi out there, whether it's leaving J.D. Martinez out there. Uh, and again, it's easy to look back and second guess, but that's his job to first guess those the right way. Otherwise, you have bad results, and they've had bad results. But you blame the players first for not getting it done, especially these players because they have a proven track record, the majority of them. But make no mistake about it. This isn't just a bad season. This isn't just, oh, here we go, typical Mets again. This is the worst season. At least the first half of the season. You want to say 2007 collapse was bad? You know, that was you know, obviously the ending was the worst. And then 2008, they tried to give it a nice run, but it didn't quite compare to that collapse of 2007. But off of last year, with the payroll, with the expectations, this is by far the worst start to a season. And if it ends like uh, like it started, and I have no reason to believe it won't, it's going to be the worst in the history of a franchise that continues to outdo themselves in the worst way possible. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We know what we think. What do you think? Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Back on the fan, 877-337-6666. We'll go until 5 a.m. And what will be my final overnight show? I got to be honest with you. I've been thinking, and I'm not going to make this all about me, but I will for a minute. I've been thinking a lot about this. You have to understand something here. There's a lot, you know, I mean, in life, you put a lot of work and energy and effort into something, trying to work your way up and all that stuff. God, I mean, the more I think about it, that when I'm done here at 5 o'clock this morning, that I'm not going to do the overnights any longer. It, it honestly was starting to get me emotional and thinking about my wife, she deserves a ton of credit for putting up with this schedule. It is, it's, it's not a difficult job itself. Talking sports, I mean, I love doing that, but the hours can be challenging on top of other jobs and on top of other stuff you got to do, and you know, home life struggles and all that stuff. So it's, um, it's going to be a little bit emotional for me uh, this morning. But I'm out of here, baby. See you guys later. I love you. I appreciate you. I am done. Catch me during the day. Matter of fact, I'll be on in the mornings next week with Jerry Reckle all week. And then following that, I'll be doing afternoons, I believe, for a week. And then we start the midday run. And I can't be more, uh, couldn't be more excited about that. Anyway, enough about me. It's about the lousy baseball team that a lot of you root for. And if you want to talk about the good team in town, I'm fine with that, too. Yankees, like we said, they get a win. Look, they mash out, uh, you know, 10 runs again against the A's. They did what they're supposed to do. Stanton's starting to come for life, come to life a little bit. You get the feeling he's going to carry this team. You know, he'll go on one of those heaters for a couple of weeks, and they need it. But they're playing, you know, the, the Cardinals coming up. The Yankees should minimum take two out of three. That would mean they'd win another series. It is so funny, the difference between the two teams and the fan bases. Where the Yankee fans want to fire everybody after a 90-win season, after you know, or during a year where they're nine games over 500, and the Mets fan sits back and on a year where they're expected to compete for a World Series with the highest payroll in the game, they continue to hit new lows every day. They're 17 and a half games back behind the Braves. I mean, we called it dead weeks ago, but the NL East for sure is over. By the way, my Met fandom might be over. I can't take it anymore. The overnights are over. Ooh, I'm on fire tonight. Eric is in the Bronx. What's up, Eric? So. Hi, Eric. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. What's on your mind? Great. Uh... I just wanted to say I'm a huge fan. I love your show. I miss you. You're the best. Thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, look, I never call. 
I, I like to just listen. Tonight, I absolutely had to. I appreciate it. That makes me feel good, Eric. I like that because you hear me talk about the listeners all the time. Obviously, you hear me talk to the callers. But I know that the majority of people aren't calling. They're listening. And I love you for that. And I love you even more for being a loyal listener and taking the time to call tonight. So I appreciate that. Sure. Of course. Um, One word for that performance tonight, and I don't know if you'll agree, gutless. Absolutely gutless. I'm not going to disagree. What really chaps my ass out, and I don't know if you you (laughs) noticed this, but... And the and the bottom of the ninth, right? The, the the camera goes to the bench and the dugout, and everybody's smiling and having fun. I I mean, as if as if this hasn't been a, a historically bad month of baseball for a team that was expected to be a contender. I did not notice that watching along. Verlanders, I mean, go watch again. Verlanders. Well, the they, had the, they, they had the rally caps Children trying to get the rally it, caps. It, it didn't, but even with that, it didn't seem genuine to me. Something is off because they can't be this and then, bad. And then, but one more, and then also Alvarez hits a, hits a seeing eye single after having done nothing. A drop and pop-ups left and right tonight, but anyway. Yeah, it hasn't done anything the whole month. It gets on base, and he's, he's taking off Wayne Kirby's helmet and smiling and laughing. And then he gets to second, and, he, and he's playing patty cake with uh, Adamas. I mean, what? where is the sense of urgency? You talked about it at the beginning of, with Scherzer, how he's a competitor and, and fiery and gritty. And I mean, there is none of that with this team. They're I soft. Wrong? I know I've told you this. Now, here's the, the thing I'll disagree. And thank you for the call, Eric. I really do appreciate it. Here's where I'm going to disagree. I want them to loosen the hell up and start to have some fun. I, I think it's imperative. They're pressing. They admit that they're pressing. I can see that they're pressing. They're dropping pop-ups that I could make. I mean, I was a pretty good fielder back in my day, but they're dropping pop-ups that we we can make those plays. So something is wrong. They're major leaguers. They're better than what they're showing. It, it leads me to think that they're tight. They're not having fun. They're feeling the pressure. Loosen up. But they're soft. And I don't care who disagrees. This is my opinion. I'm sticking to it. I believe it to be factual. Sometimes I have a difference between, uh, I have a trouble telling a difference between opinion and fact. But to me, it's my opinion. So it's a fact. They never recovered from getting swept last year in Atlanta to blow the division. That was it. They had it lined up. It was their freaking division all year long. All year long. All they had to do after even the struggles in September, all they had to do was win one game. One. You could lose the series and still win the division. They had their three best pitchers lined up. That's all they had to do with their three best pitchers going into that series. This was it. The two teams all year long going head-to-head. Mets holding off the Braves. Mets holding off the Braves. Braves got them for a little bit. Mets leapfrogged them back again. Holding them off, holding them off, holding them off. Here we are. Six games to go. This is the series. This is it. Gives me goosebumps thinking about it. This is the series. Pitching lined up the way you want. Let's see what this team's made of. And we saw what they were made of. They got punched in the mouth. They got caught by the Braves. They never got off the mat. 
They had a chance to regroup, and even against everything that I believed in my fiber that the team was dead after that sweep, I said, you know what? Let's see what happens here. New season. It's the postseason. They still have the pitching lined up. Maybe they'll have some success against San Diego. Wrong. The same guys. And I'm looking at you, Mad Max. The same guys, in particular Max Scherzer, didn't get the job done. Now, the Mets removed two of those guys. DeGrom left. They let Bassett go. Max is the one common denominator. And again, this year in Atlanta, what I called going in. You remember here, this has just been a bad month. It hasn't been, you know, April, May wasn't great, but the Mets were still in it on June 1st. They were still in it. They went into that series in Atlanta, and I called it a season-defining series. Show me some guts. Show some guts and go beat this team two out of three. Again, they had Verlander and Scherzer lined up to pitch in this series. Go get some revenge on them. Show some guts. And what happened? They got swept again. Because the pitchers that they're paying 80 million bucks couldn't protect the lead. They're soft. They run the other way when they see the Braves. And now it appears they're running as far away from the Braves as they possibly could. They're creeping up on the Nationals for last place. Forget the Braves. The Braves are not. I mean, I can't even reference the two teams in the same breath. 17 and a half games back. They're soft. Have fun all you want. I think they need to do that. But this team, while they may have talent, has no guts. Ken is calling from Queens. Hi, Ken. Oh, Sal, oh, Sal. First of all, I want to thank you for always taking the guff I threw you away from Ken from Queens. And the highest compliment I can give you is the old Jewish word. You're a real mensch, Sal, which well, means you're a real man, a real uh, man. Well, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Ken. And that's probably the highest compliment I can think of. Well, thank now, you. I now, mean, you could say throw... you could say I'm great on the air. That might be the highest compliment I could think of. <laughs> Sal, you're All the right. best. I love the show. You're highly entertaining. I don't know how I'm going to get through the overnights without you. Don't leave. Well, I, that's it. I'm finished. Yeah. My Big Mac is not my cup no, of tea. No, no. Give it's, oh, oh, all kidding aside. I can't take this Yankee uh, bias guys that come on. All right, but, but I don't. Really all kidding aside, that. I want you to give C Mac a chance. Uh, give give him a listen. He's a, a I, great I guy. He deserves this opportunity. Friday night. All right. Now look. In May, I'm not trying to brag or anything. I had said to you. What if this Met team, like, only wins 80 games, doesn't make the playoffs, and might be sellers, and you pretty much, like, laughed at me and said, oh, come on, that's not going to happen. What, are you crazy? No, you were All right. right. Now, you were right. I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And now what you're saying is so right, Sal. I don't like Billy E. You know that. But if he can find a way to get rid of Marte, number one, Verlander, 
as well as Scherzer, and then Adovino's contract. I know they're going to have to eat a lot of money probably on all these contracts, like Jim Duquette said on your show today, which I listen every single day to, okay? You know, you're talking about the show I do, the TV show, 6 o'clock, Monday yeah. through Friday on okay. SNY, Baseball Duquette. Night New York, that one? Yeah. Thank you. Duquette. Yeah. Duquette said that, and I had said to Fleeg about a month ago, they got to get rid of Berlin and Churchill if they have to sell. And he laughed at me too, Fleeg. So if you listen, Fleeg, I was right again. I think Fleeg anyway. uh, tries to block you out, Ken, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but listen, Sal. <laughs> and I am being Billy honest. E, if Billy E can get rid of these guys, and then, of course, Marte's got to be the first to go. Adovino, the contract. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Adovino. Right, Adovino, get him out of here. Drew Smith, I don't want to see any of them ever again. Yes. I don't like Billy E. If he gets rid of most of these guys, I will like him a lot better. And, Sal, I agree, agree with you a thousand percent. Oh, you're a if smart guy. If someone yeah. offers the Mets a big haul for Alonzo, I'm doing it. I, I would, don't know if I want to pay this guy $250, $300 million. I would at least be, thank you for the call, Ken. I would at least be open to the idea. I'm not saying I would go actively uh, look to move Pete Alonzo, but I think right now the Mets have to be open to everything. You can't. Just say, oh, well, we're going to keep this guy, this guy, this guy, and trade, you know, Adovino or David Robertson and think that that's going to make a big difference. You've got to be open to the idea of whatever it may be. And I think that they will be. And I think the Mets season was doomed when Billy Epler, and I met Billy Epler, who was a nice guy. I told you about this. I went down to spring training, had a great time. Met Buck, took the picture with Buck. I was hanging out with Terry Collins the entire week or weekend. And then Billy Epler came over, was watching the game with us. And we talked to him. I was like, yeah, if you ever want to come on Baseball Night in New York or my fan show. And he didn't really seem like he was interested in it, which is fine. But I was like, oh, you know, get, exchange numbers, whatever. And then I sent him a text before the season, you know, because I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. I sent him a text before the season. Hey, man, thanks again for chatting us up during the game. It was a great time. Best of luck this season. And you know what he wrote back? Nothing. Nothing. Huh? You leave me hanging? That's a little bad karma right there. I don't deal with rejection very well. And karma may be caught up with you a little bit. I did my part. Hey, I got a job to do. If you you don't do well, I'm going to criticize you. But I'm rooting for you. Good luck this season. Go get him. I'm rooting for you. I believe in you. It just hasn't been a good season. I mean, you do the math. Dan is calling from Massachusetts. What's up, Dan? Yeah, hi, Sal. Uh, I uh, I called you a couple of times over the last uh, couple of months, uh, but I'll, uh, I'm going to miss you. But I'm happy that you're getting a midday, you know, uh, normal hours, uh, more family time. Uh, uh, it's, it'll it'll be good. Uh, Thank you. Hey, I, 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 I got to say too, uh, you and Moose would have been great. But let, let me uh, let me just say this: uh, you like uh, you like movies, right, Sal? I love movies. Okay. I, I mean, some. some. I, got I got something really good you're going to like. Okay. But first, I couldn't get through yesterday, so uh, all about the perfect games and everything. The greatest no-hitter ever pitched is Clayton Kershaw, 2014, against Colorado. Okay. Uh, he, he gives up no runs, no hits, 15 strikeouts, no walks. Okay, seventh inning, ground ball, like Hanley Ramirez at short, 
he throws a wild a wild throw to with a first first base. The guy loses his perfect game, and and, and then on top of that, the guy's thrown out stealing. So he only stays twenty seven. Uh, oh, what does this have to do with movies? Well, I'm, I said I'm saving that for last. Oh, okay, okay. 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 <laughs> uh, oh, you say movies. I'm thinking movies. I'm not worried about Clayton Kershaw and the would-be perfect game. But anyway, yes, that's an impressive performance. What, what, to sell. Do you know what starting pitcher in modern times, which means after 1918, has the career best ERA? Um, I'm going to give you Sandy Koufax. Sandy is third, 2.76. Whitey. Two point seven four is second. Number one guy we just I just talked about Clayton Kershaw. Get out of here! Four. Yes, sir. really? Yeah, it's, it's true. I Two would point. have never guessed that in a million years. Well, well if you ever compared Sandy's, I'm a big Dodger fan. Well, I can tell. I mean, although yeah. I thought with the accent, maybe you were going to be a Red Sox fan. But oh, yeah. I don't like any of the Boston teams. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to give you the, the movie thing before I get cut off. Go ahead. All right, 1972. Godfather nominated for ten Oscars, he wins. Uh, it wins three. Are you sure you're not a Red Sox fan? Uh, me, yeah. I don't like any Boston. Well, I'm just saying because I hear it. Like what I'm talking to, you, what I'm hearing is a, a Boston fan. You well, know what I mean? Uh, 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 Sell. <laughs> I watch the Yankee game, and I can watch the Dodger late games. It's beautiful. In 1972, the Godfather nominated for ten Oscars, they win three. Okay, including the Best Picture. The same year. Cabaret nominated ten times, they get seven Oscars. So I wonder, uh, when you're deciding what is the best picture, a Cabaret gets seven Oscars, Godfather gets only three, but it's best picture. I've never heard of Cabaret. Is that what it is? Cabaret? Cabaret? Yeah, it, sound, it sounds like a wine, and thanks for the call, Dan. Um, it sounds like a wine to me uh, as opposed to a movie. And you have to remember, this is what, the early 70s? I was born in 1979. Not that I haven't seen a movie before I was born, but it's not exactly my wheelhouse. I was hoping you could reference, like, you know, Billy Madison or Tommy Boy or something like that. But anyway, thank you for the call, and I do appreciate listening. Bobby is calling from Orlando, Florida. What's up, Bobby? Hey, Sal. Uh, congrats on the new role. Thank you, Bobby. At night. I stayed up uh, late tonight just to make this call. I, uh, I appreciate I, that. I listen to you pretty much every night. I've been trying to get through this week. Um and uh, I listen to an Odyssey app on Rewind a lot. But uh, I'm just really excited for you. I'm going to miss you. But I did want to give a little bit of Yankee point. Sure. Um, and, you, and you make me laugh so much with your passion, and I love it. And you're just a really diehard fan like I am, but for the Yankees, as you are for the Mets. Thank you, Bob. Um, um, so I really like what Stanton playing right field. Now, all of a sudden, he's hitting. Like, when he plays the field, it's like a totally different player. He seems to be able to hit a lot more in the game when he's not just the DH. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame that he can't do it regularly. Although, we'll see, I guess. Maybe the Yankees run him out there regularly, although knowing them, you know, he'll play one or two. He'll play a game in the outfield this weekend, and then he'll DH a game, and he'll probably rest the game, which is just yeah. not good enough. He's got to be in the lineup every day, especially with Judge out. Yeah, it was surprising today, back-to-back, -back, in like a day game after night, for them to do right field twice in a row. It was surprising to me, but uh, hopefully maybe they'll do two, uh, two games in right this weekend. And then I also just wanted to say, uh, Volpe's turning it around, and that's a big thing for the Yankees. As you have said, I agree with you. Bader and Volpe are like very important for the team. And when Bader's in there playing good, it just looks like a totally different team. And uh, I wish you all the best, Sal, and uh, have a good night. Thank you, Bobby, so much. I really do appreciate you listening and taking the time to call, and I appreciate the kind words. 
Bader being back changes this team. I know that we all miss Aaron Judge for obvious reasons. I mean, we know what type of player he is. But Harrison Bader is, I was saying this earlier in the year, he's their second most important piece. What he does defensively in center field and his, I don't know, clutch gene, I hate that phrase, but his ability to get big hits. Bader has been that guy. You saw it last October. You've seen it this year when healthy. They got to keep him healthy. Simple as that. And you're right about Volpe. You know, I've been steadfast on Volpe, believing that he's going to be a difference-making player for this team, especially come October. And now, all of a sudden, Volpe getting hot. You know, the average was down under 200, up over 200 now at 212. Uh, nothing, obviously, to write home about. But you see it climbing, and you start to have more confidence in Volpe. He is going to be an impact player for this team. Could be as soon as this year. As soon as the second half, or let's say the postseason. I really do think Volpe is going to have a positive impact on this Yankee team at some point this year. Add WFAN to your contacts to talk New York sports with us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Salicata back on the fan going to 5 a.m. on this Friday morning. 877-337-6666. Mets lose again. Ooh, there's a bleeping surprise. The Speaking of movies, the Yankees win again. Another surprise. You shocked the Yankees won two out of three in Oakland. No, like I said, it's a bad series for the Yankees if they don't sweep. But anyway, the Yankees on a nice little run here. And you could start to see signs of the team coming out of it. Again, you, you take... You know, so much from it that uh, based on who they're playing, I understand that. But they did just take two out of three from the Texas Rangers, who are a very good team. You know, this year you look at their record, what they've uh, done, one of the better teams in the league. So I can't go based off of who they're playing. It's more about how the Yankees themselves are playing. And, you know, they've been playing well since getting swept by the Red Sox, since losing four in a row. They've now won three straight series, and I expect it to be at least uh, another series one, if not a sweep, against the hapless Cardinals coming up. Gio is calling from New Haven, Connecticut. What's up, Gio? Sal, how are you, man? Good, Gio. How are you? I'm good. We're up late. Uh, I want to applaud you and thank you. <clears throat> I've been with you on the overnight, a listener mostly for the last your whole run. You know, my wife... <sighs> Got ill a couple years ago, and so it's a lot of late nights here. And you being a family man might be able to understand this, but your passion, your positivity, it's like really helped me get through the nights when she's not sleeping due to her illness. I wanted to say that, number one, and I'm going to miss well, you. Well, I, I really appreciate that, and I feel for you, Gio. Um, it, it, look, it's uh, when something like that happens, and I know, unfortunately, all too well what that's like, it's uh, right. nothing else matters in life. So uh, to be able to provide even a little escape for you, uh, I'm glad I could help uh, in that way because I know what you're going through, and uh, you know it's very difficult. And, and you know, try to keep the strength going. You know, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I appreciate that. And there's a few more guys up in the New Haven area that listen to the fan, listen to you, listen to Keith Smoozer all the years. Mm-hmm. What a what a team. You guys have at 660, let me tell you. Well, it's the best. I mean, it's the best. This is uh, the only place I ever want to be in my life. I grew up listening to it, calling, uh, loving the guys here, and then fortunately I've been able to be, become a little bit of a part of it. So nothing can be – I'm not trying to knock other stations, but come on. I mean, this is now, it. Hey, the dream came true for you. Listen, to make things lighter, the two New York teams, 
going back to before the season started, number one, with the Mets on paper, did you see a championship team, and can the championship team in baseball be bought? What do you think? Uh, I think think it could be, but I think it's a lot um, more often than not, you don't have good results when you just go out there and spend a ton of money. It can be. I mean, you saw the Yankees do it in 2009. We've seen other teams, you know, and over the years, Yankees buying great teams or the Marlins doing it. Look, teams have done it. You spend a lot of money, you know, you you put up a good product. It's not a coincidence that generally the teams that spend a lot of money are generally in the postseason. But, you know, Dodgers have done it in recent years. But it doesn't always mean that you're going to have a winning team. However, the Mets last year had a team that was very successful. So, Based on right. that, and plus what they added, it wasn't just what they spent, it was who they spent it on, I did not think that the Mets would not make the postseason. It's, it's unbelievable what's going on. I mean, is it is it possible? I mean, with all, it's so unpredictable sport in the second half. Can they rally? Can all of these money guys and the mediocre guys and even who's near the bottom? Of no, they can't the, rally. They're done. Talent. It's over. They're done. They're done. Okay. Over to over. Well, we lost you there, Gio. Sorry about that. I, I mean, look, it's could they technically? Sure. I mean, but are you asking me my opinion? No, they're done. How many times? Are you, what do we need to see here? How long do you need to wait to realize? Hey, you know what? This team might not have it. It's been a half of a year. It's not. And I told you this, and it'll be the same thing next year because people don't like to take stock in early season results. This Mets team proved that they were different right out of the gate. The second series of the year in Milwaukee, they got swept by the Brewers, which is something that didn't happen last year until the end of the season. They barely lost series, period. They barely, uh, I think they might have gotten swept once in September. And right out of the gate this year, they got swept in Milwaukee. That was the first sign that uh, something's off here. This team's different. And people want to just say, oh, it's only the second second series of the year. It's way early. It's the first week of April. And then it became, well, it's only the first month of the season. And then it was, well, we're not even at Memorial Day yet. And then it was, uh, you know, all right, it's we still got like, you know, seven or eight weeks left to the trade deadline. And now it's like, hey, we're approaching July 4th. We're midway through the season. This team still sucks. Speaking of Milwaukee, Steven is calling from Milwaukee. Hi, Steven. Hi, Dal. How's it going? Good, Steven. How are you? Good. I mean, yeah, that, that first series against Milwaukee, pretty brutal because uh, I, nobody on the Brewers could hit you with a bat during spring training. So, uh, And also, previous caller had mentioned Cabaret. That's that's a movie that's right up Broadway, Wing Sally. But I will tell you that Basil from Austin Powers is in that movie. Oh, really? We can really? discuss that more at length in a few weeks. What does it all mean, Basil? What, what's it all mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, the Seriously, uh, my, my sports question today is that any truth to the rumor that Steve Cohen is looking into trading for James Harden? Oh, God. I don't want – come on. And we'll get into James Harden a little bit later on. I, uh, one thing I was thinking about uh, Steve, with Steve Cohen is, you know, because I, I wasn't out there for the press conference the other day, but if I was, maybe I would have asked, uh, hey, Steve, is it possible to uh, buy the Rays instead? <laughs> right, just shut them down. Yeah, well, buy the Rays – bring everybody from that team and that organization in here and just replace it. Like he buys the two teams and combines them and gets rid of all the, you know, uh, probably the majority of the Mets. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's time to go younger. You don't want to talk about a rebuild, but this season's not really looking so great. Yeah, neither is James Harden these days. You know what I mean? 
Well, yeah, he looks like me, and that's not a good thing. No, because I've seen you, Broadway Wanker. Thank you for the call. Good friend of mine uh, in Milwaukee calling in, of course, to, you know, say how much he's going to miss me uh, on the overnights. Uh, you know, I was waiting for that, and he just goes into the James Harden trade. But anyway, you know, James Harden, look, that's a whole nother story, which, you know, we'll get into a little bit later on. But, I mean, why would the, the NBA has an issue here where these same players continue to, to be available and everybody gets sucked into it, whether it's Harden, whether it's Kyrie Irving. Ooh, look at this superstar team. How would this work? Oh, who would ever beat them? Oh, I don't know. Who would ever beat them? Watch the last, I don't know, five years of these guys teaming up. How's it worked? Doug is on Long Island. Hi, Doug. Salvatore, how we doing, buddy? Oh, it is this, Doug. I wasn't sure. I'm glad to hear from you. Hey, come on. No, you last night, you know I got a call, bro. You got me the pandemic. You know, it started with you with the CBS Sports Nights. The, you know, I became good friends with you. and uh, I couldn't be any happier for you deserve this. And now that I'm on days, I actually will be able to listen to you. Okay. So I'm happy for you. Well, I appreciate so. that, Doug. I know you had gotten off the overnights a while back, so we've missed you being a regular caller. But as you said, we definitely, you know, look, you were calling regularly during the, the pandemic and those CBS Sports Radio shows. It was a very trying time. And for me, it was still a time where I was doing two overnights a week, trying to get used to it, and we didn't have the sports going on, so that was a challenge. But I've always appreciated you listening and your calls and obviously hanging out and uh, some of the times that we've met up, we've had some fun. Yeah, and I'll tell you, it took me three months. I'm finally starting to get used to the hours. So now I'm back to, you know, working out and eating better. And, you know, you made it through these overnights and, and good things will happen. And, and you, like me, you you had a young daughter. You know, you know, <laughs> you work overnights and you have a young child. The wife doesn't want to hear you got to sleep. So getting to days is, is going to be, for your health alone and your mental, it, it's going to be tremendous. So good yeah. for you, brother. Yeah, well, I've actually, I feel like a new man the last couple of weeks since I've known that the end was coming. I couldn't believe it. It was like a miracle. Who needs doctors? I was cured. Hey, we're moving you to middays. What? Are you kidding me? All of a sudden, my energy goes through the roof. I'm bouncing around. I'm happy. I'm not yelling. I'm not screaming. I'm not feeling ill. I'm not worried. Actually, and now I'm just afraid. Now I want to make sure I survive. I don't want to do anything wrong here to mess this up. I want to make sure I'm healthy. I don't take any risks. I'm not going to be going bungee jumping anytime soon. I want to live now. Get me to the middays. Not even the Mets could uh, spoil it. No, they couldn't. I, I will say this. They couldn't. Somebody was saying the same you know. thing. Oh, sorry about the Mets, Sal. I'm like, what do you care? You think I give a crap? I lose three out of four, get swept. I don't care. I'm off the overnights. See ya. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I will say this. Like, I, I think you nailed it. I mean, this this team is soft. I think we all knew after the way last year and the, they, they got punched in the gut, and clearly they never recovered. But like you know, I'm not a buck guy. But but the people killing buck, like well, for what? What do they want? Give me a manager. But give me a manager who could win without pitching, with this team. And, and listen, Stalin Monte is a shell of who he once was. Like I I don't know what happened to him. The, the guy lost like any like all cluelessness with a strike zone. I mean, his bats are embarrassing. And and he's hitting like, he, he's hitting team. about thirty points higher than most Mets, which is sad. But last year he was an All Star. He's been terrible. Uh, I look. I get what Buck. I don't know how people rip Buck. I get what Buck's trying to do. He's throwing out the guys that gave him the successful years last year. It's not like the lineups have been bad. It's just the, the team finds ways to lose every every single night. They're just not getting the job done. 
Yeah, I was, you know, I go back and forth with Flea, and I was just talking a little while ago. This team, they have the secondary guy. This team needs the star. They need that guy to be out there, the guy that who will come through, like Lindor, Pete. These guys, and, and, and listen, I gave them no credit. It's been a great year. These guys are the secondary guys. We need an Acuna, a Betts. We need a star. You need that guy, and then everyone else falls into place. But you know I'm a McNeil guy. Jeff's one of my favorite Mets. I, Sal, I don't even know what happened. He lost all. He has no idea what well, the strike zone. He's flailing. Well, like, how about, what happened to him? How about the shift and banning the shift? I mean, it has to be a factor for McNeil, no? I mean, he used to put the ball where they, where they weren't. He could hit the ball where they're not. So uh, now that you know the, the shift has been banned, maybe that's hurting McNeil. But if he's not hitting 330, Doug, what's he doing? Yeah, you don't. I, mean, I think they said it tonight. Was it's, I mean, he is he has barely any extra base hits. He's only got like two or three over the last month. And the thing that really is, you know, more alarming is you could clearly see he's taking these at bats into the field, and he's had lapses in the field where he's just not ready, or like he thought balls play him, and and that's alarming. So. I- I don't know. Listen, and, we're in trouble. No, no, trouble. I mean, they're dead. Are you talking about trouble as far as next year? Oh, yeah. Next year, Sal, everybody wants to get rid of, like, I, I'm, listen, I'm more of a Scherzer fan than most. I mean, I'm not dumping a guy who, like, people want to get rid of him just for the money. The guy's got a 2.80 ERA as a Met, and, and I know he came up short against Atlanta in the past. Came up short is putting but it mildly. Who, I mean, came up yeah, short. Who's going to pitch for this team next year? Yeah, I, look, I'm not worried about that. And I, I think you're right that, and thank you as always, Doug, for the call, and I do appreciate your friendship and you being a loyal listener and taking the time to call. But I, they're not going anywhere. Nobody's going to take on Max Scherzer and Verlander, not to the extent that the Mets – are going to get anything back of value or that the Mets, you know, why would the Mets pay, let's say, Verlander $40 million a year to go play elsewhere? Oh, not $40 million a year, but $40 million bucks. Let's say they pay half of next year and the rest of this year. It's $40 million. They're going to pay him to go pitch somewhere else? Why? You might as well just pay the whole thing and, and have him be here because you're going to need arms. But it's just the makeup of the team that, to me, needs to change. And I don't see any way out of Scherzer or Verlander. Uh, could be wrong, but there might be a way out of Marte, out of McNeil. You know, these guys are the problems. Vogelback, forget he's worthless anyway. But you could trade some other pieces. But those are where I'm looking at the team. I, I'd be, I, I know it may be feel reactionary with McNeil, but he provides nothing. If he's not hitting well over 300, he doesn't do anything else. There's no power. There's no impact being felt. He's got to hit 330, and that's hard to do. I'm over it. I'm about to be over something else. As we welcome in Marco Belletti. One hour down, Marco. How are you feeling? Uh, a little annoyed. Yeah. I got to be fair. A little annoyed. I'm, is... Look, I'm, I, I, I'm, I've been busting your chops for, uh, for the last few days. I'm not happy to see you leave. I'm thrilled for you. Right. I've made this very clear. I'm beyond thrilled for you. I am a little annoyed that you're leaving. Yeah. I'm not going to deny I that. understand that. Um, I'd like to say that there's a part of me that is... You know, also sad about leaving you guys. But you'd behind. be lying. <laughs> yes, I would. No, I do love working with you guys. But I want to work with you guys at normal hours. 
So if you can't come with me, see ya. Well, that's the thing. By the end of tonight, I will say, like I said, I don't want to see you leave. By the end of tonight, I'm going to be like, get the hell out of yeah, here. Because all I've been hearing for the last, I don't even know how long oh, now. I'm going to lie? It's just the idea that, oh, not now I'm going to be able to sleep. I'm going to get my life back in order. I'm going to get everything together. My body's going to feel good. Bro, I'm beyond broken down. I don't need to hear any more of this. Uh, through the whole night. I was thinking about it tonight. I was like, man, I haven't had any, I felt like I haven't had any issues in a couple of weeks. Coincides with getting the news that I'm getting off the air. So that might be. You it, think? Yeah, maybe it was anxiety. Because I'll go to the doctor and I'm like, something's wrong with me. She's like, no, I think you're fine. I think it's just anxiety. I'm like, no, 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 I'm serious. <laughs> Check me out. Something's wrong with me for sure. Like, I feel this. I feel that. Maybe it is anxiety. It's funny. You and I are so completely opposite. I avoid it like the plague. And the one time that I had to go, because I just, I mean, my body was completely broken down. They're like, you need to see a plethora of other doctors. I'm like, no, no, no. Just give me something to get me through the day. That's it. Yeah, right. I don't have time for any of this. You don't want to deal with it. You're nope. Right. They're telling you something's wrong. You don't want to hear it. No. I'm, I'm, they're telling me nothing's wrong. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Tell me something's wrong. I know it is. I wish I was kidding. Yeah. Uh, That's the last time I've... Talking to the doctor, you need to see at least three more other specialists. I was like, yeah, it's all right. We're and good. Have you done it? No. Why? Yeah, there's... Uh, okay. Yeah. No time or you just don't want to... Yeah, there's time. Again, this was right before my youngest was born. Like, I, I don't... I, yeah. I mean, you know, come on. I don't got time. Now he's he's only a month old. I mean, I'm already... I've been trudging around this uh, torn labrum for God knows how long. I'm not dealing with I, that. Don't you want to try to go get fixed? fixed i feel There's like nothing it, that could fix this so. i feel like at 40 i need to go get repaired uh by the wizard of oz like you know how they go in after the long journey they finally get to the go see the wizard of the well why didn't you tell me come on in and they go in and get all uh you know all done up the scarecrow gets stuffed with new straw the tin man gets you know polished off and all that that's what i need uh that would be awesome i don't i don't know if there's any fixing of this and like i said i'm trying to avoid the subject completely because I don't think that, you know, there's going to be a Wizard of Oz here at the end of this. Well, that might that might be true. So, you know, yeah. we're just going to deal is what we're going to do. Well, we're not in Kansas And I'm going to deal with the fact that you're no longer going to be here on the overnight. Now, I'll see you because I still get bounced around because I'm duct tape. But uh, it's not the same. Yeah. And like I said, I'm going to miss you. I'm also a little annoyed at you. You big-timed me, no, and this sucks. Oh, no, come on. You had me for two and a half years, although we didn't even really get that because you were all over the place with the pandemic, the working from home for me. But anyway, it has been a nice little run. Yeah, that just sounded so hollow. <laughs> hey, it's been a nice little run. You Go ahead. Nice all right, picture. let's take a break. Like that, that's what it felt like. Yeah. All right, are we done here? Uh, right, that's basically what it feels like. <laughs> no, it's going to be great. It's been it's been great. I get the hell out. Yeah. No, I genuinely do love working with you guys. And, Fleegs as well. Yeah, and Marco, you're filling in the first guy on Monday, right? I told you Oh, before. right, yeah. Well, you know, I'll be done with the overnight, so... Oh, so I don't even have to say filling in for Sal Licata. Go no, to hell. No, it's your Just show. Just be my show now. Yeah, it's your show on Monday. And if you want to start early, you, you take over at 3. Let me see at 3. You can get these uh, final two hours. No, 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 no. Why don't you finish it? I will say this, and I told... I, I don't know if I mentioned this to Fleegs. I, I said it in the last couple of days. I wanted to do something for you tonight. Mm. Um, I admit I did not. Right. Uh, time became a little bit of an essence a little bit of laziness, but I did want to, you know, I was like, you know what? Let me just get a cake because I thought that would okay. be nice. Like, nice little cake. I was right. I was going to put like Big Shot on it or something oh, just to mess yeah, with you okay. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I checked when I came in tonight because I didn't get an opportunity to do this during the day. Um, Sal, I do love you. Bro, $100 for, is a, what it for is? a six inch cake to get oh, delivered. And I, I couldn't even get anything written on it. I, I was like, you know what? So I don't, I'm not going to miss you that much. I would I have been be mad at you. I, it's a thought that counts. The thought that you yeah. of getting, I wouldn't want to eat it anyway at this time. And that hour. was the other part of it, too. Yeah. You would have said, oh, no, I can't eat that. Right. I'm not spending 100 bucks on a cake that you're not going to eat. That's six inches that I can't even get anything written on it because I would have been ordering it 
you know, at 10 o'clock at night. Six inches, 100 bucks? It was $70 before you Good paid tax God. in the delivery. No, I appreciate the thought, but certainly not necessary. Yeah, um, so the thought was there, yeah. but go to hell. That's fine. No, and I also, I am going to do something for you and Fleegs, but I also didn't do it yet. I wanted to get through the, after I get through the actual overnights, then I could start functioning. Oh, when you get your life back? Yeah, exactly. Then maybe uh. I'll have time to do some stuff. So, But anyway, you know, I do love you guys. And we got to take at least a group picture before we say goodbye. And maybe we'll put it on the gram. You know what I mean? You have IG? Instagram? Do you honestly think that I have Instagram? No, I don't. If you just left it at IG, I don't know if Mark would have <laughs> known what you were talking about. <laughs> well, I could tell by the look in his eyes he didn't, which is why I quickly I, I, said Instagram. I, I, no, I actually, I knew what uh, I knew what it was. But you have I, one I, or no? I, no, I don't have one. Please, you have one, right? No. I do. I don't really use it, though. Yeah. Right. I think I last posted something in 2014. Yeah. I the fact that I have a Twitter it. is half a miracle, and it's only because you have to to be able to get information. Well, that's kind of the point, I think, for what we do. I, I kind of need to, as much as I wanted to go away from social media. You're big now, though. Like, Hoff can manage the like the show's Twitter. BT has his own. You don't really need it anymore. Well, that's a good point. Maybe less on. I don't really tweet as much. But Instagram, I feel like I want to have a different presence up there for different things. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.